0: Another episode of Bros Three Podcast. Uh, Put a spell on you. For February twenty first, twenty twenty one. Cause you're mine. And how you doing, fam? Do, 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 I say, how are you doing, fam? Are you out there living your best life? You better stop the things you do. Well, if you ain't, you better stop. Happy birthday, Miss Nia and Simone. You know I can't stand it. Don't like it. You're running around. Don't like especially a week after you know Valentine's. You know better, mama. I can't stand it because you, you put me down. down. Oh, yes. Yeah, hey, yeah. I put a spell on you. Right, fam, y'all mine and I'm yours. And that's the way it should be, all right? Hello, welcome to another episode of Bro 3 Podcast for, uh, as I said earlier, February 21st, 2021. And how you doing, fam? I say, how you doing? Hope you're living your best life. Again, happy birthday to Miss Nina Simone. All right, let's get into it. You know, you have to be very careful about what you let into into your mind. You know, what, what you dwell on, what you let permeate your soul those things have an effect and sometimes those effects aren't felt immediately. Every piece of media that you are subjected to in your everyday life, every piece of media that you choose to listen to or watch has one of three things, one of three goals. It's either to inform you to entertain or to persuade you the music you are listening to hopefully is to entertain you maybe inform you about some situation that you don't know about maybe persuade you to fall in love open up your heart a little bit more or forgive yourself everything you see is one of those three things I learned that years ago and I just I apply that to everything I see when I look at an article on the internet. Are you trying to inform me of something or are you trying to persuade me? Are you trying to persuade my buying power? Are you trying to persuade my political views? Just make sure you use that tool, you know, and from there you can cut out a lot of the BS. You know, it's real important. When somebody sends you a text or something, you know, this article Yo, read this okay what are you trying to do are you trying to inform me of a situation I need to know are you trying to persuade me to think like you are you trying to entertain me that's just that's that's one to grow on that's for the younger folks as well as the older folks you know alright so what using this same critical thinking here what is this podcast what am I trying to do am I trying to persuade you to think like me no I want you to think like you cause ain't nobody in this world like you for better for worse you know hopefully i'm entertaining you i mean you know i get mixed (laughs) reviews about that but that's okay i'm gonna keep trying the best of my abilities now i was driving to work a couple days ago and i see some billboards you know if you've been doing the same drive for a while. I mean, you don't really pay attention to the billboards. They're just up there. They're just something that you pass along the highway. But this this one, I, I, I just it caught my eye. It said, um, save the babies, save the nations, end abortion. Just those three sentences, big. I think there might be a number or something. It was trying to you know, persuade people... You know, if they were thinking about having an abortion, don't have an abortion. You know, save the babies. Save our nation. End abortion. Okay, cool. So I'm driving. And then a little bit farther down the same road, I see another billboard. Now this billboard has a picture to it. There is a fireman holding a baby, right? The fireman's looking at the baby. The baby, babies ain't looking at nothing. They just there. All right, so they are looking at each other. Uh, this one said, uh, no name, no blame. Like, turn your baby into the fire station if you don't want it. No questions asked. So, like, no blame, no no name, no blame. No questions asked. You drop the baby off. So I'm sitting there like, ain't this like a contradictory situation here? So you want people, you want people, Women that's probably confused driving down I 65, you know, and they're thinking maybe they might terminate this life. They will have you fall on that side of the fence. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Right? And you tell them, like, don't have no abortion. Save the babies. Save our nation. You know, each one teach one. We could raise a mighty nation of people. But then, down the road, like, look, look, look. If you do have a baby and you don't want it, I mean, you can just, you can drive it out. It's like recycling, really. Just recycling people. Like, just, you know, had a baby and just let the fireman care, take care of it. My whole thing is I'm a fireman, right? When I grew up, I used to watch the, the firemen. you know, if I was the fireman in the picture. You know, I, I wanted to be a fireman. You know, I've always seen the holes and the save, take the cats from the trees. All this good, good. And now you're telling me part of my job is to take care of babies. Like, this? Or oh, I got to, I got to, it just seemed, it's like had a baby but passed the buck. If we want to save the baby and save our nation, okay, well, how about we help these people take care of their babies? That's just me and I'm not here to cause no, 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 no baloo or nothing like that. Just saying, it crossed my mind. I know they're trying to persuade me to give up my baby way informing me if I don't want a baby I can just drop off a baby. doesn't have to be my baby. Like if I'm just somewhere see a baby and I'm like drop this baby off. That'd be some confusion I guess. But you know it is what it is. Y'all so think about things that's wanted and unwanted Oh shucks. Speaking of things that's not wanted or the things that are wanted now y'all know it's been snowing like crazy. If family don't know, it's been like, it's been the snowmageddon for like the last week and a half. We've been having a lot of snow, right? So it's so my day off. I'm in the house, social distancing, just in the house, board, boarding the house, as the young folks say. I'm asleep. Now, I'm asleep upstairs in my room. just taking me a midday nap. And Ebony, my dog, starts barking. Now this is peculiar to me because Emmy doesn't normally bark. And personally, I don't understand why people have dogs and they just tell their dogs shut up, shut up, shut up every time a dog barks. The dog's trying to tell you something. Dog is trying to tell you something, right? So, I hear barking. I jump up, grab the pistol, go downstairs. Only thing I got on is some socks, y'all. But I, yo, this is my this is my early warning system right here Ebony like yo, yo they they coming they coming right so I go down the stairs I look at Ebony and she ain't doing like the cartoons with a dog pointing directly at what the problem is she ain't pointing at the back door front door she just barking like right roof, roof, roof. I'm looking at her like what is it boy what is well, what is it girl what is it and I realize dogs can't talk so I go and I hit it with the Malcolm X right I go to the blinds by opening up with the with the barrel of the pistol. Like I'm trying to see what's going on. I don't see nothing. I'm like, I look at Ebony, I'm like, you good? Give her a pet? Like, you alright? She's a little bit older. Maybe she got she got scared. Okay, cool. Go back to sleep. That's like 12 o'clock. So about four o'clock I get up, go outside, take her out to go use the bathroom. And the snow's it came down a little bit thick. I'm like, okay, it's time to shovel now. So I'm like, where's my shovel? I'm looking around. I don't see the shovel. Now, this shovel I bought, I bought this shovel because every winter I break either a shovel or I break a rake, every season, right, so I say I'm going to spend some money to get a good shovel, because I'm getting older, this is the last shovel I really kind of want to buy. I went to the store, I bought one called the Crack Jumper, now the Crack Jumper, the way it's designed, it's got like these forks in the front, so if you're shoveling on uneven Cement, like a sidewalk, like it won't catch, it won't, the, the the lip of the shovel won't catch it and punch you in the stomach. You know, I can kind of walk with the shovel without without it bouncing back. This thing is aerodynamic and it's got cool racing stripes. It's got like these little mean eyes that say crack jump a lot like, because they don't play no games with these cracks, right? So I'm like, what crack? i like, where's my shovel at? I'm looking. I'm like, maybe I took it in the house, even though I always leave it on my porch. Go in the house, I don't see the shovel. I go back outside I'm like where's the shovel and I see in the snow the print of where the shovel was like it was sitting up but it's got these three little prongs up front so you don't hit the crack so I'm like I'm looking it looks like a, a bat symbol almost in the snow and this is how I know I'm getting old the first thing I said was crack jumper <laughs> like I'm calling the shovel like I expected to come around the corner I like, crack jumper, oh yeah and I was like that's why everyone was barking the enemies was at the gate. And I'm sitting up there, lunching and snoozing. I look at Emma. and I'm like, you was trying to tell me, wasn't you? And she was like, "Mm-hmm, uh-huh. yes I was. So, I mean, she did her job. I just got caught slipping. And realistically, I was upset. You know, I jumped in my car and I was driving around. I was looking for anybody who had a shovel. I was looking for, I I was upset, but at the same time, I. if you need the shovel, then fine, that was a blessing on your side. But if you just took the shovel cause you came up on my porch just to rob and, and plunder, like that ain't cool. But I look at it like this. Maybe, maybe somebody needs that shovel to to go make money for their family, which is highly unlikely. But I mean, how much can you really get for a shovel? You know, I I mean I didn't like it, but I mean that's part of living in the hood, I guess. It is what it is. But I promise you, I did. I drove around looking for anybody who had a shovel. I was looking for freshly shoveled uh, driveways and stuff. And I was like, "Nah, that ain't a good way to do it." The cool thing is, before the dude stole my shovel, at least he counted. He didn't shovel my uh, my walkway, but I guess he was dragging the shovel, so I had like a little bit of sh- the shovel usage. But R.I.P. Crack Jumper. You know what I'm saying? He was too beautiful for this world, and it is what it is. Have y'all uh, been peeping out what's been going on in Texas? Like with all this snow. I guess the infrastructure wasn't really set up to receive snow cuz I mean, to be fair, it's really close to an arid climate. The word for the day is arid, A R I D. Arid is a dry uh ecosystem. <laughs> um yeah, like it's been it's, it's been crazy. Like Dams have been not dams, but pipes been busting. Cause again, not built for that cold weather. They've been running out of food. I saw pictures of like this Domino's is supposed to have food for the weekend. They ran out in four hours. Like you know, it's 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 when people are suffering, like the bet You need empathy. You know, that's 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 really important. And I think we've kind of got away with that, got away from that, especially with being mean on the internet and stuff. But yeah, this, the, the the mayor of a certain town, he took to the Instagrams or the Twitters or some one of those social media sites, and he started this tirade telling people, you know, well, I'm gonna give it a Texas accent, you know, you people out there, you know, you sitting there and you're starving and you're cold and, and, and you don't have water and you expect us, the government, to help you and feed you. Like, get off your lazy tuchuses and get out there and and make a way for your family. Because I ain't here to sit here to help you. Get your stuff together. Get to getting. Right? So, he, he put out this paragraph and basically was berating people. And I think maybe the brother forgot, you know, what his title was. You are the mayor. You are supposed to be a person who Help solve the city's problems, right? So five minutes later, he put up a retraction and he, he resigned. Like, I am so, uh, humbly sorry that I came at you with my Twitter fingers. What, what I should have did was get salt trucks. We don't even have salt trucks in Tennessee, Texas. I should have, uh, re I should have checked myself and apparently I have, uh, wrecked myself and I think that's. That's that's the. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like your job is to make sure people are okay, like, right? You that's that's what you sign up. You want to be the, the mayor. You want to make sure people have these things, and if those things are not available, you're supposed to come up with solutions to help take care of these people. Same way with the government, in a sense. You know, you're supposed to look out for the betterment of the people. And I just uh, I just thought, I don't know. what he was sitting in the house, and then he was just like, you know what? People calling me, talking about that—that that, that they ain't got no water, they ain't got no 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 electricity. You know, and the bad thing is, I'm making light of it, but it's a really dangerous way to for us to proceed. I think this this internet thing has made us uh, cold and callous toward each other. I'm sorry if this ain't quite funny, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to try to try to bring it up a little bit. Okay, um, let's see. I'm going to tell you about the time I got exposed to meth. How about that? Now, before you think, oh, brother number one out there, you know, out there messing with the crank, with the ice, you know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing as as strong as that, right? So, back in my day, back in my work day, brought to you by employment, at my job, uh, I'm a corrections officer. I work in a jail. So, there are a lot of things that, every day is a new challenge. I put it like that. And you don't know necessarily what a day might bring. I mean, you might have to tell someone that their family members died or uh, serve someone's divorce papers as they're going to prison. Anything can happen. You got to be open and diverse and, you know, you got to be able to navigate through this thing, right? So, an individual came in from a meth lab explosion. This is years ago he was cooking up meth and you know the meth blew up and so they brought this individual in. Now when they bring him in you know the officer say yo this happened so we detox him as best we can and we take their clothes and we put them in storage bin right well I guess in the midst of a meth explosion you don't realize that there's meth particles maybe in the air I don't know so we get this guy detoxed uh, decontaminated de- basically showered him and stuff and we put him away he's doing fine medically treated and everything else now me and my co-worker we are we're putting away his clothing in this bin right this is before protocols came where we throw clothes away put the clothes in the bin I'm like dude like I'm sitting there kind of like fissioning a little bit I'm like are you are you hot he was like yeah man I'm, I'm a little hot I'm like man I'm, am I am I talking fast he was like yeah, you talking a little fast, but I'm listening a little fast. I think we're doing all right. I'm like, oh, snap. And like now, like I'm kind of bopping side to side. I'm like, man, did your tongue kind of tingle like you put like a 9-volt battery on, on your tongue? Like you got a little buzz on your tongue? He's like, heck yeah. Heck yeah, I got one. Heck yeah, I got one. I said, oh, snap. I think we got exposed to meth. <laughs> he was like, I think we did too. From there, we ended up, when I say... The fastest I've ever walked. I could feel my heart beating in my ears. Uh, my tongue, again, it felt like... Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever done it, but you put your tongue on a, on a battery, you get like a little charge. I felt that on my tongue. And I was sweating. Well, shucks. I was sweating like a meth head, apparently. And uh, it was an interesting day. You know, I... <laughs> I would not uh, recommend that to nobody. But, I mean... And why, before you say, oh, brother number two, you uh, brother number one, you've been, like, reckless. Like, no. Like, when you work in a facility, you know, I got a friend who's been exposed to, like, multiple things. But we take that, we take that in stride. And that's, I guess, the same thing I'm saying with the Texas mayor. Like, when adversity comes, like, you know, it ain't all about kissing babies and eating chili at the chili contest. You got to, you know, some, you can't just wave the flag and say, don't tread on me. Sometimes you got to. Get out there and get it for your people. You did. Hey, I got a question for, like, all the young people. Like, do y'all still have artists that y'all can watch grow and develop? I mean, I know now everything is so, like, single-oriented and, uh, you know, artists come and go, like in the flesh, but... You know, when I was growing up, we had artists that you can actually see, they had multiple albums. They put out whole bodies of work, and as the years went on, you can see their progression. Well, for me, that group was Outkast. They dropped their first album in 1994, and I was 14. And I remember my cousin Mark was at his house playing Sega Genesis or something, and he was playing this, this, this tape, this cassette. This group, he said, you gotta listen to these dudes, they call outcasts. So he puts it in, I'm listening. And we listened to the whole album. I'm you know, I'm vibing on it, but one track specifically caught my ears, called True That. It's a spoken word piece by Big Rude. And the first line is like "Outcasts, pronounced outcast, and he gives this definition of what an outcast is. And then he says, Are you an outcast? So I'm playing my little, you know, second and he starts saying, like, outcasts are looked at differently. They are not accepted because their hair, they're you know, the way they move through society. And like, so now I'm listening because I realize I'm an outcast. And he asked a question like, are you an outcast? You know, hey, skip being anything else. It's great to be an outcast. It's an honor and a privilege to be different from everybody else. Right. So from there. I was hooked. So then 96, they dropped another album. And then 98, they dropped another album. When I got to college, if you didn't like Outcast, we couldn't be friends. That was my barometer of the type of person he was. It was a little immature at the time. But that's how I got down. Right? And I tried to emulate Andre 3000 just a little bit. You know? And that was... Those albums marked different parts of my life right? And I I dig them, right? The reason I bring this up is because when somebody takes something that's a cherished childhood memory and then like does something new with it, you don't really know how to feel about it, right? And plus that music to me wasn't for kids. Well, uh, a couple years ago I hear they have this kids bop Little rendition of all these popular songs, and I hear this. This, me even listening to it now, it's like a little nine year old, right. Okay, what you're listening to here is a little eight, nine-year-old little boy. Oh, Jesus. Like, even me playing this for y'all to hear angers me. I felt, I'm feeling waves of anger over me, watching over me right now. Um, okay, this song right here, uh, Miss Jackson, this is, this is some grown stuff. You know what I'm saying? This is like a relationship that brought a child into this world. And, and, um, he, he, he is trying to make amends to the mama of his child and to see he had now friendship prices. Oh, jeez. Okay. So yeah, me watching this is just angering me, but it seems, I mean, everything is open to new interpretations, but this one right here, it felt like a slap in my face. Like. If I drove by a car and I heard this playing, oh, he doing a pop lock move, y'all. Oh, Jesus. I got shoes older than this young man. This is why I want y'all here. Got a special thing going on. You say it's popular. We say it's full grown. Pretty picnic, oh. but you can't predict the weather. He's got the Justin Bieber head, y'all. And he over here trying to spit some real, real look. <sighs> there are things <laughs> There are things I, I I can abide by. And you know, certain things ain't for kids. And like that to me, that song right there ain't for kids. And I understand his little boys. He even tried to do the little southern accent. I'ma tell y'all something. When I get excited, I don't know if Midwest is very far from South as far as dialect, but when I get excited, I get a Southern accent. And to see this little boy from Virginia, Connecticut, wherever, the, wherever he from, disrespect. It's, it's, it's disheartening, man. I got, I got no hope for these kids, man. And now, fam, it's time for the BTP News. Yo home for uninformed news. Mm. Don't bring bad you bring that bad news around right here? Show up. Don't bring No bad news. Facebook buddies. Oh, Instagram buddies. Find me on pros 35. Yeah. a bit more. No bad, no, bad no bad news. No bad news. No bad news. Don't you bring me. Bad no bad news. Mm. All right. Don't nobody break me. No bad news. All right. Welcome to the BTP News. The premise is really simple. I find a couple headlines that make me laugh. Or maybe some I find humorous in it, but I don't want to know too much about it. Right From there, I present that headline to you, the listener, and then from there, we read the actual story. That way, we are all a little bit more informed, educated, and enlightened about the world that we live in, all right? So, our first headline is, 12-year-old shot and killed armed intruder during botched home invasion, police say. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This has got to be somewhere where gun laws are kind of, kind of lax, you know, like this house, I'm imagining it's got to have a lot of access to firearms. So let's, let's put this somewhere in the South. Right. Let's say Alabama, uh, somewhere up in there. Right. And let's see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll say Alabama and a little kid, let's call him. I don't know what twelve year olds are named now. It's uh something like Aiden Brayden, or Jaden, one of those one of those hip little names, right? So a little Aiden, Jaden Brayden. he's sleep, you know. He just got finished drinking his Mountain Dew, eating Kentucky fried chicken skins, and, you know, dozed off. Maybe he was playing Xbox One, Series One, whatever it's called, right? And he hear some glass break. And he don't really wake up at first, cause he used to hearing glass break and dogs barking and neighbors arguing about methamphetamines in the alley. So that didn't really wake him up. But then he heard, I don't know, a can of beans hit the floor. Like pladoom hit the hit the floor, see? He like, Who 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 is that? Who who's there? Mom, is that you? Dad, is that you? Who my kid and dad hasn't been around for a while? So he gets up and he start. to Looking around. And he plays the Call of Duty. He plays that Modern Warfare, that Apex Legends. You know, so he he's sneaking around the house, checking corners. He, he's kind of got some skills, little boy. And Keeping his body low so he's a smaller target. And he's moving quietly. He ain't creaking on the floorboards. Nothing like that, right? So, he see a shadow coming in through the window. And see, that's peculiar. That's peculiar because typically shadows are tiptoeing out his mom's bedroom window, but not this time. He's coming in, right? So he reaches over, he keeps his eye on his target. He grabs for the shotgun they keep on the mantle right next to that motorized bass, the ones you walk in front of, it and he starts singing. That cheap one they, everybody used to have years ago. Well, that's a family heirloom to them. So he grabs the double barrel shotgun and he slowly. Opens up the door, and you see somebody rambling and ram, ram, rambling going through his mama's nightstand. And that's where mom keeps the money, you dig. So he's like, halt, intruder. And, you know, the shadow startled, obviously, makes a move for the little boy. The little boy lets one out. Bloom! Right? All of a sudden, the shadow hits the wallet. Oh, oh, you got me. That was a mighty fine shot, by the way. Kill shot at wood. Turn lights on. It was an armed intruder. So now the little boy, because he watches, you know, he plays the game. He watches the the, the action movie. So what he you do? He goes and grabs the intruder's gun. Grabs the intruder. He had like a big Smith & Wesson, right? So the, the intruder's bleeding on the ground like, little boy, what you playing Dude, do with that Smith & Wesson? The little boy looked at me and I said, "I plan to mention my daddy." He's like, "You don't know yo!" And then the little boy shot him in the face with his own gun. That's <laughs> that's the story in my brain. Now let's uh, let's uh, do some actual fact checking. Something that we don't tend to do in this new world climate of ours. Let's see, what's that story? No all right let's see let's see a 12 year old north carolina i was close allegedly fatally shot home intruder doing a failed armed robbery over the weekend okay now i got questions if there's a dead body there and it's been shot and you're saying this little boy did it like ain't no allegedly to it. Okay, let's start again. A 12-year-old in North Carolina allegedly fatally, allegedly fatally shot a home intruder doing a failed armed robbery over the weekend. A separate resident of the property, so okay, so it must be like maybe an apartment situation, which is located in the city of Goldsboro, was shot by masked intruders in the incident. According to the statement released by the local authorities, Goldsboro Police Department officers responded to a report of a shooting at a home shortly after 1 a.m. on Saturday and found one of the residents, I'm not going to say this woman's name, 73, suffering from a gunshot wound. Shortly after, a second person, a 19-year-old with an ethnic name, of Goldboro was discovered suffering uh, from a gunshot wound by officers at an intersection around a mile and a half from the home okay both victims were transported to a local hospital where Miss Ellis is in stable condition after being treated for non-life-threatening injuries uh, The man was pronounced dead later that night due to the injury sustained in the incident, the department confirmed. Goldsboro Police revealed that preliminary evidence in the case suggests that Mr. Mann was one of two suspects who forced their way into the home on Saturday. The authorities alleged that the man and the other unnamed suspect, quote, demanded money and shot the 73-year-old in the incident. The 12-year-old is then alleged to have shot at both the suspects in self-defense, causing, quote, them to flee the area, end quote. The department said that charges against the juvenile are, quote, not anticipated, but confirmed that an investigation to the robbery is underway. Uh, The young 12-year-old's great-grand-uncle told police, uh, told, WTVD, <laughs> V-D, on Sunday, that he was in the home when the incident occurred, and claimed that one of the suspects was armed with a gun. The intruder just shot his grandma. He would have shot him too. He would have shot. Uh, he would have shot me too. He would have killed us all. He added. While I don't know who this person is, this is Chiquita Coley. Identified by WRAL as Miss Alice's grandniece, said she was shocked that the attack had happened. Quote, why would someone come into her house and do this? It's got to stop, end quote. Miss Coley said, uh, quote, I don't know what they were thinking around here in Goldsboro, but it's got to stop, she added. The authorities confirmed, confirmed to ABC News that they will not be releasing any more information about the case, including details about the relationship between Miss Alice and the 12-year-old. All right, reading that story, I got more questions than I... Okay, so the police killed... What? No. No, 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 no. Okay. So, for some reason, grandma's hanging out with 12-year-old. I thought that was his grandma. At least that's how I had... Sounded. Why are these people come to grandma's house well one o'clock in the morning? It seemed okay, and the grand uncle was up. Like most time, people breaking house. Like they, you sleep. Oh, you not there. And then the twelve year old is up too. So was he drinking coffee? Like ma, who at the, the door? And grand, granny, who at the door? Grand uncle sitting there just rocking, and these two. Ethnic people come in demanding money. I think Grandma owed the money. Now, see, you can't just tell me something and just be like, oh, I don't know, 1 o'clock, everybody in the house is up. Grandma owed them boys some money, and Grandma like, I ain't paying. And then, because she knew, you know, 12-year-old, he used to play duck hunt. And granduncle, he say he's, he's, he's about it, but he wasn't about it. And then how would the cops end up shooting and killing the boy? <sighs> That's why reading is fundamental, y'all. I'm not going to read this back to y'all, but if somebody can uh, make this make sense to me. All right, fam. That's going to be the end of this episode. Um, the sound quality changed because the computer that I thought I'd fixed and had my nice microphone set up uh, decided to stop working. But we back on the cell phone. No big deal. One monkey don't stop, no show. So, kids... Uh, don't do drugs. And adults. Don't steal shovels. Y'all be sweet to each other. Make sure y'all check out the Lady Wisdom skincare line. You know, just a shame. It's it's, it's a good product. Pushing that. And uh, if you like what you heard, well, uh, just like us on wherever you listen to podcasts. So that'd be Stitcher, iTunes. Trying to persuade you here, fam. Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, the anger app. Whatever. With that being said, y'all be sweet to each other. Be good. Talk to y'all next Sunday.